Payments Podcast from Bottomline Technologies. The accounts payable function is renowned for being a cost center. Lack of automation and efficiency can limit the potential for opportunity for an organization, but keeping ahead of current trends, AP transformation can have an extremely positive financial impact. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and today I'm very excited to be joined by Tristan Thompson, Senior VP and Payments Group Product Manager at UMB Bank, to discuss the trends of AP automation and how organizations should be implementing best practice techniques to transform AP technology and processes. Tristan, a very warm welcome to the show. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. So this episode marks the first week of the AFP Virtual 2020 Conference. Now, with that in mind, let's begin by discussing the general trends we're seeing when it comes to AP automation. And with obvious landscape uh, changes over the past six months, uh, are we seeing an increase in the adoption of digital processes? You know, Rich, uh, we are. um, You know, just like many of us who are working from home and operating in this, you know, digital first environment, so are our businesses' AP departments. Uh, what we've witnessed is you know, really overnight shifts in how payments are being sent and being processed. Uh, we've seen higher uses um, of digital payments, specifically around virtual cards and ACH. That has been absolutely a recent trend. Um, and then also on the flip side, suppliers. You know, suppliers have now been more open to accepting you know, these payment types um, than they have in the past. So. You know, essentially, you know, both parties, uh, buyers and sellers, are, are gravitating to digital processes, um, part out of necessity, but also due to, you know, ease of transition, you know, with some of the new tools available um, that are out in the marketplace. Um, you know, I'd say the environment has really opened our eyes to, you know, various cracks with manual processes. You know, a, a basic example I would give would be a company who, is having to go into their office every day to approve check runs. You know, that's kind of been flipped upside down and now they've had to figure out how to do that virtually. You know, maybe a, a more unfortunate um, and extreme an exa- example would be a company not being able to get check payments out at all. Um, that could be due to, you know, a number of staff members who are no longer allowed to go into the office, whether that was, you know, a, a a government mandate from a city and or, you know, a a policy change within a company. So you can only imagine, you know, what would happen, you know, if you had to completely stop payment processing for, say, a week at a time. The domino effects are, you know, missed payments, late payment fees, you know, impacts to your cash flow. Lovely. Good start there, Tristan. So what impact does true automation have on the accounts payable process? Yeah, so um, true automation, you know, does have tremendous benefits when you start to look at, you know, what it can do to reduce your manual and exception processes. You know, when I say manual processes, that could be something, you know, as simple as um, manual invoice entry into your system, you know, manually cutting checks, or maybe even just time consuming, you know, reconciliation tasks. You know, all these things add up in the day. Um, where time could be more spent on value-added tasks, you know, for your particular department. Um, you know, a great example of how technology has improved AP automation is through, you know, what I will call smart payment routing. So as you know, you know, most vendors accept more than one form of payment. But if you have a large number of vendors you're trying to manage, it can be hard to, 
you know, manually track what they accept and determine the most efficient way to make that payment. So as a result, some companies are just saying, you know what, I'm just going to default everything to, you know, standard check payment. But with smart payment routing, um, this technology can actually capture and track, you know, each vendor's accepted forms of payment. And how about security, Tristan? And as organizations look to adapt to the current landscape and make the most of the changes afoot, how do they ensure their AP process is as secure as possible? Yeah, so this is actually, um, it's a big topic. So a lot of times questions around security and controls, um, they're now coming up first in the conversation when we're having discussions around, you know, what recommendations do we have to improve AP processes? Unfortunately, though, you know, attempts around account takeovers, uh, business email compromise, uh, payment interception and other fraud schemes, they, they haven't slowed down. So the way I like to approach it is I typically address, you know, security recommendations through two lenses. You know, first, um, I'll have them focus in on internal controls, you know, by asking them, you know, what measures are you putting in place internally to keep your AP process safe? Any tool or new system that you're leveraging should be giving you that flexibility to track, you know, internal user activity. Um, It should give you the flexibility to customize payment authority and then also, you know, segregate duties across your AP staff. Once we, um, you know, move past some of the internal dialogue, I would then shift to talk about, you know, external security controls and what you should be on the lookout for and what should be established. So. I always say you need to be mindful of high risk events or trigger points. You know, an example of that would be a vendor calling your AP team, um, requesting to change either their contact information or maybe their bank account information. If you don't have a secure way to validate that vendor um, over the phone and an invalid change is made to their actual bank account, it doesn't matter all the strong controls you have up front, you know, whether you've got, you know, robust approval and workflow around invoice um, approvals or payment approvals. All that goes out the window if when you send the payment, it's going to now a new bank account. So in order to overcome this, um, we definitely need to look for AP tools that have, you know, things such as layered security. So, you know, is there, for example, a portal for a vendor to log in? you know, to make changes on their own, to really take your staff out of the equation, you know, to make that manual error? Or, you know, is there security embedded that would provide, you know, step up authentication that um, you and I may be used to? And then lastly, you know, machine learning. Um, Machine learning is something that can help you identify, you know, those trigger events that I spoke about, and it can really help with risk scoring there. But the last thing, Rich, I will say, you know, about security is, you know, when at all possible, just leverage more secure payment types. I mean, we've all heard the stats that check fraud is the most targeted form of fraud payment. Um, I've mentioned it before, but virtual cards, for example, have tremendous security features. So some of those features, you know, could be things like exact match controls. So when you send that payment, Um, That payment can only be processed for that exact amount that you specify. So if someone tries to grab that um, card number and process it for any different amount, 
it'll immediately be rejected or declined. Uh, the other nice thing that um, happens with virtual cards is, you know, having the benefit of single use account numbers. So, you know, gone are the days where you may have some fear to just provide, you know, a static uh, credit card number. So now as you send a payment, it's a single use um, card number and then it's only used one time. When you make the next payment, possibly to the same vendor, they're gonna get a brand new card number. So really nice security controls there, um, you know, just by changing it. So Tristan, we've looked at the topics of digital automation and security there, which are all great points to highlight and, and indeed are all buzzwords which have cropped up numerous times on the channel. Now referring back to the tagline of this particular episode, so when it comes to AP transformation, how would organizations practically follow the market trends and implement an AP process with a positive financial impact? Yeah, no, great, great question. Um, the short answer is, you know, leverage, leverage your resources. So, you know, one of the best ways that I recommend to stay up to speed um, is number one, leveraging your banking partners. And then two, you know, talking with your industry peers. So, you know, your banking partner should be able to provide you solutions that are, you know, tailored specific to whatever needs and goals you have. And then two, you know, connecting with your industry peers, you know, they may be further along in their journey with their own transformation. And believe me, they're, they're more than likely willing to share like what's working well, um, what tools are working well, and then what things that you should probably, you know, try to avoid. So definitely, you know, leverage those resources. You know, with respect to um, you know, a question around creating an AP process that, you know, gives positive financial impact. One of the simplest things you can do here is have an analysis done on your accounts payable history file. Um, and the reason for this exercise is, you know, to quickly identify, you know, which vendors that you're currently paying may be already taking card or ACH from someone else. So what I could call those vendors are, those are the low-hanging fruit vendors, um, because that's how you can, you know, immediately start to make an impact to your own organization by only changing the way you're making payment. So, you know, in, in summary there, I would say talk to your banking partner, you know, ask them to review your payment history file, and you're likely going to be surprised by, you know, the number of opportunities, you know, that are quickly obtainable. Anytime you go through, you know, transformation, um, it's rare that you go through a, a big bang and, and you get there immediately. So it's, it's taking small steps, figuring out what those quick wins are um, to really get you down the right path. Have you seen any examples of this over the last six months that you can share with us, please, Tristan? Yeah, we, we have. So, you know, the companies recently that are most successful um, are those that focus on three primary areas. So area one would be, you know, selecting the best AP technology tool, you know, that provides them both high security, but also payment flexibility. Um, area two is a focus on 100% payment automation. So as I just mentioned, you're not going to get there day one, but if you have that goal and focus to continually, you know, migrate to, you know, digital payments, digital processes, you know, it's going to go, you know, a long way kind of in your journey. And then lastly, you know, area three, and I'd say the area that's possibly most overlooked initially is that vendor experience. So, you know, many times that vendor experience is an afterthought, 
But just like you, you know, as you go through this new transition to new processes, you know, so do your vendors. So, what, you know, one of the best tools we've seen, you know, as of late is really, you know, adoption of, you know, integrated payables tools. And the reason being is that, you know, they really allow um, you to focus on all three of those elements that um, I mentioned previously. That leads very nicely on to my next question, uh, Tristan. Now, as mentioned in the discussion previously, the AFP conference this year is virtual due to the COVID-19 pandemic. How important has accounts payable become in the role of business resilience, particularly given this challenging time? Yeah, so this is um, this is definitely an interesting question. Uh, so during the first few months of the pandemic, let's say, you know, March or April 2020, there was definitely a sense of concern and urgency coming from um, many of the CFOs and treasurers I was talking to, specifically around, you know, how do they avoid disruptions, you know, to their company's cash flow, you know, through any type of breakdown in AP or AR. So they were asking us and wanting to know specifically, you know, what options were there and what levers could be pulled you know, if significant process changes needed to be made on the fly with respect to their payments. Um, I'd also say, you know, many companies did have strong business continuity plans, but a lot of them, you know, had a focus around system failures or system downtimes, but not many of these companies had a strong focus on, you know, the resiliency within their AP process and really how to manage through you know, a long-term remote working environment. But if we, you know, now fast forward to today, um, plans have since been updated by companies. And now there's been a shift from resolving immediate gaps to conversations around future proofing and investing in AP. So the companies that we've been talking with who've been thinking about, you know, making AP changes for a while now, have now made decisions and they're going all in. And we've also had an uptick, you know, in new requests of clients, you know, wanting to learn more, you know, wanting to explore, you know, what the available um, options are out there. So Rich, you know, what I'd say is, you know, with every big challenge or hurdle, you know, one may face, there's always lessons learned. Um, You know, one benefit with us all going through this is we will be seeing accelerated advancement in AP and we will all be in a better position whether the next wave or set of challenges, whatever those may be. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with me and the listeners today, Tristan. Hopefully this will serve as a wake-up call for many of us who may still see AP purely as a static function rather than something to continuously evolve and adapt. Thanks, Rich. For those listeners attending the virtual AFP conference, you can take a look at the landing page on bottomline.com for more information and, of course, to book a meeting. Unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. But in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.